What is up, boys and girls? Welcome back to another episode of Chicken Bone Alley, brought to you by SRI Performance, Stock Car Steel and Aluminum, RK Motorsports Consulting with our buddy Randy Keen, and Earl Ramey Racing Engines. What is up? I'm David. I'm Sterling. What's up, y'all? Man, another week, another week, another week. Ready to go. Yes, sir. Fun, fun, it's, uh, fun. Yeah. It's heating up for us. It's hot. Again. More, more stuff to do. Oh, yeah. Always something. As we didn't have enough stuff to do. Always is. Always is. First and foremost, we are going to get out of the way here before we uh, get into anything, guys. Change it up a little bit. Uh, y'all can go on Facebook and watch this. Y'all see the replay of it by the time y'all hear this. But we're going to go ahead and go live here on Facebook and do our track draw for week two of the uh, Chicken Bone Alley Summer Shootout. So, uh, guys... Coming on here. We're getting the live up, ready to go. Oh, let's see. Let's get some people on here. We got a few coming in. What is up, guys? All right. I want to show y'all real quick. This is the week two track draw. Y'all say hello, Sterling. Hello, Sterling. Hello, Sterling. All right. Our, I guess this will be a simulcast, I guess we'll call it. So uh, we're going to go live here. going to show y'all real quick. Oh, oh, see, there's a there's a whole little setup. Yeah, there's the studio. All right, let me switch camera around because I can't see it. Pull the microphone over. All right, here are the tracks for this week in the 358 Northeast Modified. Run this week: Lima Land, Lernerville, Cedar Lake, Kokomo, and USA are the tracks that are uh, able. To be uh, drawn out of here, so let's uh, let's fold them up real quick. Put them in Blakely's little Easter bucket here. <laughs> there it is. Drawn, one-handed. Hey, we we don't have a third person here with us today. Sorry. Yeah, where's Cody? All right, here they go. Yeah. All right, y'all shaking around. Took them all in there. All right, I'm going to hold it up and let Sterling draw one out of there. See what it gets. Cedar Lake. Cedar Lake. That'd be a good one. Cedar Lake this week with the 358 Modifieds for you guys running the uh, Chicken Bone Alley. Oh, focus, focus, focus. It won't focus. But anyway, Cedar Lake... Running 358 modifieds at uh well that's your late. <laughs> but uh <laughs> yeah, yep. So uh we get about to get into last week's race here in just a minute. Uh but we appreciate you guys checking us out here on the Facebook Live. All right, guys, and now we have the winner from last week's race. Uh, we, week one of the Chicken Bone Alley Summer Shootout. Mr. Aaron Smith. Aaron, what is going on with you, man? Uh, nothing much. Just been doing some practicing for next week. How have you been? <laughs> doing good, buddy. Doing good. Uh, I, I don't think you need to be practicing anymore, man. Um, you, uh, <laughs> you put it on everybody the other night. <laughs> Appreciate it. I didn't have the speed there at the end, but I uh, certainly had the strategy in line. You definitely did, and I, I'm not gonna lie. I'm, and 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 you were the smartest one to figure it out. Um, I racing actually was giving me some trouble 
when I was putting the, putting the uh, the session up, and it, it I've tried for an hour to get the race up and couldn't ever get, and I had to copy one from last season of our races, just copy a setup, and the setup, the new setup with the more fuel didn't get in there. So you were the smart one that saw that there wasn't enough fuel to make it the whole way, which in 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 my case, I, I really thought there would be another caution. But you were the smart one to figure that out and uh, made it work to your advantage, man. Yeah, I got lucky there and got turned on lap two. I don't think I would have had a chance to pit outside of whatever everyone else did there at the end if I had. <laughs> I guess that's lucky. I don't know. I mean, that was a... Uh, it worked out great for him, it. It, it worked out, I reckon. I mean, that's uh, that's pretty wild to get uh get turned there and it work out to your advantage. Normally, that's not the case, and uh, but this time it definitely was. God, we had those faster pairs. <laughs> yeah, that too, man. Is uh, it's pretty cool to see. Uh, pretty cool to see you drive from the back. I know you uh, you come around me a- a- after that uh, after that caution, and I was like, all right, let him go. <laughs> He's running pretty good. But you made your way up through the field even before the uh, strategy really took hold. You, you you made your way up through the field. What'd you uh, what'd you think about the race? What'd you think about your car? Give us your uh, your thoughts on the whole deal. Went pretty well overall. I didn't really have the long run speed in the car, but I did have that explosive speed right off the uh, right off the bat after the restart. But uh, unfortunately, we kind of wore our tires out there at the beginning of the run and just didn't have anything for the leaders until they started pit. But it all worked out. Oh yeah, it definitely did. Definitely did work out for you. All right, moving on this week to Cedar Lake 358 modified. What uh, what you think about going over, jumping over to dirt and trying that out? That's kind of some uncharted territory for me. Haven't really touched those cars outside of some solo laps, but uh, we'll see. I like. Uh, I don't know what I'm up against yet, but I certainly like how those cars handle. Yeah, those are always fun cars to me. I like them too. Uh, me and Sterling were actually talking about, you know, which races we're looking forward to in this. And I said, man, the, the 358 modifiers, for some reason, I like them. I just like the way they handle. I like the way you can throw them in the corner. They're somewhat forgiving, but you got to be on it the whole time. So, uh so I think it. I really think it'll be a good race. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. I've always had some pretty good fun running the dirt cars. But I've never had that much speed in them, so it's. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing how it'll turn out. That's cool, man, and that's kind of why we do this series like this. Because I mean, yes, you got guys that are awesome on asphalt. You got guys that are awesome on dirt, and you got kind of some that are pretty good on both. And you know, and it seems to kind of level the playing field out, and we get to have some fun with the back and forth of of finishing positions and and just the driving battles out there it's kind of fun so uh but anyway aaron well awesome man well we will be on that will be tuesday night at eight o'clock um actually this week i'm not gonna be able to run our broadcasting partner soak tires broadcasting he messed me today he's having some trouble not gonna be able to make it so i'm gonna broadcast it myself on chicken bone alley uh, on you'll see y'all will see it live on facebook um I had to do some of that last year, so uh, or last season. So I'll just jump in there and do it again. Um, but man, best of luck to you, and uh, can't wait to see how the race turns out. All right, thank you. I'm looking forward to putting on a show for you there. Good. Oh yeah, definitely. So good deal, buddy, and we appreciate you coming on with us tonight. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So guys, on to uh, Cedar Lake this week. The 358 modified last week's winner in the uh, in the uh, street up uh, not street stock the uh, late model stock. Aaron Smith 
took it uh took it home last week and and he uh did it in well did it in some strategy there he uh we had uh we had some issues actually on our I'll go ahead in a minute I I I had some issues getting the uh session loaded up by it iration just kept giving errors and errors and errors and errors i don't know what was going on i sure hope it's better this week um i felt stupid <laughs> even though i've done it a thousand times and i go to do it and it messes up so i don't know what was going on but anyway i had to use a uh it's a preset from last season and the preset didn't have enough fuel in it. So. Yeah. I should have paid attention, but I didn't either, so. But Aaron was a smart one. He was a smart one out a bunch, for sure. That, uh, that he, he, uh, he saw it. He got, took, he actually got turned on lap two. Him and Zach Stroop got together there a little bit. Our last season champion, Zach Stroop, got together. And Aaron got turned there, and, um, Zach actually got took out. He had to go to fit pits, use a fast repair, and he ended up being a couple laps down because he could he had to get a tow. Um, but Aaron was able to stay on track rest of the race, and he uh, he he won it by a lap because <laughs> all the rest of us had to go into pits. Yeah, I really thought there was going to be more cautions. Well, that's why I took I took four tires there with the thing with ten to go when I ended up pitting. And I really figured that would have been a late caution, um, especially people coming in on, on and off pit road. I figured there'd be something there, but um, I took that gamble and it did not work out. But, well, well, that's a good thing for our series, I guess. It says we got some pretty good drivers. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely, definitely a very, very clean race for sure. Yeah, it was very clean. So, so we are. Uh, everybody's got one drop week. Um, maybe this be it. Some of them. I mean, there were some uh, finished. You know, up there a little better. Second, John Rosario Jr. was second. Our buddy Beef Tips, Greg Molyneux, he was uh he was third. So uh, they probably won't be using this as drop week. Probably be one of, well, it won't be my drop week because now I got to uh I got to broadcast this week. Uh, our broadcasting partner unfortunately has some issues this week. Not gonna be able to uh make the broadcast this week on soaked tires. So it will be on Chicken Bone Alley's Facebook page. It will be live. We'll throw up the link there for everybody, and uh, y'all will see it. Yeah, well, <clears throat> you did a fine job last year, so you got some experience, so you can do it again. But, uh, Hopefully, you know, I wish it. I could say I'll do it and so you can run these cars because nah, you like these cars, but I don't think yeah, yeah. you want me to do that too much. I can I'll film it with my phone, but all I can do. <laughs> I don't know how you do all that. But, nah, I ain't much to it. Um, it's hard. I mean, it's a lot of work. Them guys do that do a good job of it. They do a good job of it. I mean, they really do. Cause it's, it's it's a lot to put together. Yeah. Once you get it all together and know what you're doing, it's it's not too bad. But them guys really. Yeah, Kevin over there at Soak Tires, broadcasting. He does a good job. So we'll be glad to have them back the rest of the year. It will only be this week that they won't be able to do it. So they'll be back the rest of the year. Yeah, it'll be good to go. Good to go. But anyway, let's go back real quick. We didn't even get to talk about it. Uh, how was uh how was your week weekend all that fun stuff? It was good, man. It was busy, very very busy. Um, <clears throat> we had a softball tournament this weekend. Um, so we played on we played in that on Saturday, and got out of there about seven thirty and left about four thirty Saturday afternoon. So it was a good hot, muggy day. Four games for us. So 
Uh, we uh, we didn't fare too good in the wind column, but we uh, won the first one, and then we uh, pretty much went over oh, well, good job. the rest of the way. Good job. But, yeah, we got some practice. We needed that. And, and you know, getting all the team together is the biggest thing is trying to get everybody to – the same people to play every week is really, really hard. But uh, we're getting there. Um, but, uh, yeah, did that. And then uh, been looking at the weather, trying to get a good fishing day offshore. And it's hard to get that around here, hardly. It's not in the middle of the week. So, luckily, we had Sunday – uh, but the seas and all look great. So ooh, you fishing on Wait. Sunday? <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Um, <laughs> forgive me, forgive me, Lord, forgive me, Mac. Uh, but anyway, we uh, we went and uh, we left at about four thirty, um, five o'clock, something like that. Uh, yesterday morning and uh, was out there all day long. But beautiful water, terrible undertow. Didn't catch much fish. Oh well. So, um, but it's all good. We uh we had a, we had a, a blast for sure. Um, we we got out to the to the pretty blue, clear, clear water. So, um, it's always nice when you can get out there and 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 the winds not carry you away and all. And we didn't get soaked coming back. We didn't get wet at all, pretty much a little bit, but not too bad. Um, and we caught a uh, I'd say probably a three foot barracuda, which is not a that's you know, a big old fishy. Trophy fish, but it was a fun fish to catch. Um, yeah, we had a good time. So, um, looking forward to the next one, man. That's, you, know, you don't never know when you can go, so you try to take full advantage of when you get out there. But um, how about you? Well, I didn't do much of nothing. Uh, well, I did. I mean, I went and, um, let's see, Saturday, my mom and dad are in the midst of uh, kind of remodeling a house. So I went and was over there going to help my dad a little bit with it. Me and Landon did. Well, first of all, I went and got Landon's haircut. I, I really appreciate that Sport Clip sign-in app. Oh, um, yeah. That helps a lot. Because um, I happened to look at it first thing in the morning. It said already there was an 86-minute wait. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's ridiculous. So I was at the house well before I even planned on leaving. I went ahead and signed in. Checked in. <laughs> no lie we pulled in drive or pulled in parking space walked in she said hey, have y'all signed in said, yep landon rogers right there oh you're up <laughs> walk back sweet we walked in dead on time oh that's nice to it so that was perfect um guy's haircut he needed one before school started but he didn't get it so now he's got one going to a second week uh, yeah i saw the picture it looks jammed up looks good yeah yeah he wanted it he wanted it longer but i was like no no so if you get any longer, you're doing a mullet. But other than that, the no. only option. Only option. <laughs> uh-huh. And uh, so anyway, so then went and helped my dad a little bit around their place and cleaned up a little bit there. Um, and I, I was watching the weather all day. I was like, man, if the weather stays good, I'm gonna run over to uh, Lakeview. They had a big three thousand dollar win on limited late model race. And I said, I'm gonna run over there and. See a couple people over there, buddies over there. Um, uh, Willie Milliken, Dave Baker, and all them. Um, and try to try to throw a, a camera in the car and stuff like that. And I did that. I did that. We went over there. Well, I didn't get there because I was watching. Like I said, I was watching the weather and it was looking iffy. But I said, "Well, let's go." And if it starts raining, we we'll just turn around. It just is what it is. Um. 
So it looked kind of eh on the way over there. But they were supposed to start racing at 8.30. I got, we got there at 8.15. They were going out for qualifying then. But they went straight through qualifying. As soon, they told them as soon as qualifying's over, everybody better be back in line ready to go. I will say this was one of the best times I ever went over to Lakeview. And they were very much on time. Sweet. So that worked really good. Um, <laughs> But... I don't know, because I wasn't over there earlier, I don't really know what all happened. Um, I know they have put a wall now, which I love. Um, they finished out turns one and two with the wall, and there's a wall all the way pretty much down the back stretch. It's a uh, guardrail wall, two guardrail. Oh, wall. that's nice. Yeah, so you can really see when the cars slide up how close you're getting to it down in right. one and two and stuff like that. And, uh, I wonder how much that changes there. Their line, you know, with it, that. It seemed to change a good. Now, I mean, I, I've seen the cars kind of take the same line before, especially late models. See them somewhat take the line, but it's like they're not as afraid. I, I ain't going to say they're afraid of it. You're just kind of weary of it because you don't want to run off track. No, not, but, not, not there. But most late model guys, for whatever reason, it don't bother them to lean on the wall. No. So they would run that zone gun in there and let it slide up all the way to it and then just hammer it off because, and it just, they kind of dime in the corners a little bit because the track, or what I was saying was getting back to it. The track was wet, pretty wet, wet pits were in ungodly wet. They couldn't even park in one and two in the mm. infield pits because I mean, it was just a mud pit. Um, but I think what happened was they had the track already and it rained before they got in cars on the track. So it was like, Double water. <laughs> I mean, it was a lot of water put down on the track and in the infield. So they ran, and it was the track was just spongy feeling. It's like it would never pack in, really. And it was like, it was weird. It was like heavy sand. It wasn't sand, but it was like heavy sand, but it was making mud. And I put cameras on cars. But Willie <laughs> Willie Milliken was starting fourth in the late model main there. And I could see it the red light blinking on it. You see the little red light blink, blinking. I saw it through turn four. And as soon as they hit the gas, and by the time he got through the flag stand, I couldn't see the red light anymore. <laughs> mm. By the time he come in, him, <laughs> him and David also, by the time both of them come in at the end, they had to stop the race in the middle of it, let them change helmets or put new... Um, there was only 25 lap race and they had stopped midway let them put tear offs on or wow. clean or whatever they could do um, but by by the time they come in no lie there was at least two inches of mud packed on the front of the camera wow. just stuck to it looked like a dome on top of it Great day. <laughs> it was great. Yeah, it's pretty. That ain't a good track to put cameras in. Well, it normally is, but well, I, I mean, that situation. Yeah, that situation. But but it was racy. That was the funny thing about it. I mean, the track was real racy, but they just couldn't. Good. It was. It was just. It was weird because like it was sandy, but it stick to you. Right. Yeah, that's crazy. So. So it was pretty cool, but uh. So let's let's see what else racing going on this week. Ladies and gentlemen, on the phone here, we got a n new member, I guess we'll say, of the Chicken Bone Alley crew here. Uh, we, uh, Mr. Richard Kirby, we're going to call him Kirby, man. What's going on, Kirby? 
What's up, buddy? So glad. Uh, thank you for letting me call in and be a part of the show. Not a problem, buddy. We appreciate it. Um, man, you are from uh, right down the road from us, really, Sumter, South Carolina. Yes, sir. Born and raised right here. Uh, toughest little dirt track in the south. Used to be formerly called Sumter Rebel Speedway when I was growing up, That's but right. uh, they've since changed the name to Sumter Speedway. So, um, pretty much just about every Saturday night out there watching some racing, but uh. Anytime I can get away and get another track that's got a big race going on, we like to do that. There you go. Well, Sterling, um, don't Sterling here. The only the only downfall I found with him, man, he's a Clemson. Fan. Uh, oh he's no, he's Clemson fan. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> let me hit the pause button. Huh? No, Sterling, I told him I said if that's a deal breaker, then uh, y'all have a good day. You know, <laughs> hey, we 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 know a lot of good people that's Clemson fans, and I'm just I'm sorry for y'all, but it's all good. I, <laughs> Hey, we it's, can just agree to disagree. Hey, that's right. That's there it right. is. <laughs> and and then, see, see, at least he didn't hit us back. With, we can agree to disagree with you know with our with our football national championships, but he didn't go there, so he's uh, he's all right. He's all right. He took care of. It. <laughs> he didn't rub because because all, all we can come back with is baseball, but you know. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Well, oh, girls basketball. Girls basketball. Yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah, Don Stevens pretty bad. So. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Well, man, give us a little background on you. You said you uh you grew up at the racetrack over there. Give us your background in racing and just uh, a little bit about you. Um, my growing up, I grew up in Sumter. Um, my dad used to do a little dab a little bit in racing. Never really stuck with it. Uh, he'd get a car and race two seasons, and then uh, I used to run hot laps for him a good bit. But uh, never really got into driving. I'd love to. But uh, just never really got into it. Um, but Sumter, I actually still have a toolbox that one of me and a buddy of mine, Brett Mooneyham uh, from Sumter, we used to uh, go to the racetrack and park in the same spot every night. And I got a diamond plate bright tread toolbox that I still have to this day that the bright tread is wore off in four spots where my two feet and his two feet were touching <laughs> from the clay rubbing the, the, the shine off of it. So, um, we was out there every Saturday night. That was the thing to do around here. Um, loved the track for a while. There, it kind of you know went down and what having a whole lot of big races. Um, but now they've uh, they really started. They've done some improvements um, and uh, started bringing some bigger races in. And had the ultimates the other week. Y'all talked about on the last episode. Uh, matter of fact, we was going out of town uh, for the. Uh, but I told my wife and kids, I said, "We're not leaving until after the ultimate race because I got." Still got my wristbands from the postponement, so we can leave as soon as the, the race is over with. So, um, but uh, born and raised in Sumter, still live here to this day. Um, big part of the Sumter community, and uh, just love dirt track racing. And I used to follow NASCAR a lot. We go to a lot of NASCAR, been to a lot of NASCAR tracks, but uh, I don't know. It's just kind of my passions turned back from NASCAR. I couldn't really tell you a whole lot about it anymore, but uh. Ask me something dirt late model racing, and uh, I can pretty much tell you what's going on where they racing, and um, so it's been a, uh, it's been good. I'm glad I'm glad I live so close. I don't live but about three minutes from Sumter Speedway, so I can walk in my front yard and hear the cars. There you go. Oh, I'm talking about well, good deal, man. Yeah, it was finally good to see. Uh, fi- to, well, to finally get that ultimate show in over there, I felt like we wasn't ever going to get it. Nope, I felt the same way. But I told my wife, look, we got. Me and my oldest, he's 14. He's big dirt tracker, uh, Lawton. And uh, we had $70 worth of wristbands for pits. I was like, we're going to get our $70 worth. <laughs> there <so>. you go. <laughs> I don't blame you at all. Well, good deal, buddy. Well, you did some traveling this past week and uh, went and saw some of them dirt cars going around there. To get, give us what you got. Man, we went to uh, – so we traveled around um, 
the Midwest a little bit and ended back up. Uh, I got there Friday to Clarksville, Indiana. And uh, when I was planning the trip, I realized that Clarksville, Indiana was only 45 minutes or so from Brownstown Speedway. And uh, so I looked at my oldest and I said, you want to go see a good dirt track race? And he said, yeah. So started looking in and well, daggum if they didn't have the Ironman series. And um, there were several of big names that you see on TV there. Um, so we we drove and we was talking before we started recording, you know, that we, driving down Indiana back roads, one lane or lane and a half blacktop, no speed limit, no lines. And then all of a sudden, boom, there it was. We was at, uh, at the fairgrounds. Uh, pulled in. Um, plenty of parking. It was an awesome track as far as parking and, and walking. Uh, but the, the staff there, everybody, they had, they got it down pat. They've been doing it for years, so they knew what to do. So getting to the track um, was easy getting in, getting your tickets. Uh, the, the concession stand, you know, I like to eat. And uh, <laughs> they had concession stand and the food and you just walk by and pick it up and it was a line no matter how long the line is it didn't take you but a minute or two to get through it wow. um the track staff like far as the car would be on the record co- going off the track and they're coming into three to come take the green the green flag i mean it's they didn't play and um that really made the night run smooth so i mean they were done racing we were done racing by like 11 15 and uh they ran four classes and had B mains and had qualifying heat races and B mains for two of the classes, several B mains for both of them. So the, they ran the, the Ironman series late model, uh, ran super sportsman class and they ran, um, modifieds and also run a crown Vic class, which was cool. It had to be a crown Vic. So awesome. that was, uh, that was fun to watch. That's awesome. <laughs> Is, is, um, it, was that like a rental class? Or, yeah, uh, it's just so you. I mean, if every car was a Crown Vic, and what I, one of the guys in the stands, one of the locals, was telling me, it's pretty much it. It had to be a stock Crown Vic, everything, rear end, transmission, wheels, tires, hubs. I mean, you, it's just, it's a basically a stock Crown Vic. You could do a little bit of body modifications. They had some body panels on them, and um, some spoilers, <coughs> but um. And you could tinker with the motor a little bit, but for the most part, it was a stock Crown Vic with a roll cage. Dang. I, I saw, um, I think it was first of this year. I can't remember. I, I don't know. I don't know if they ever even got it up. I know Lancaster was talking about a Crown Vic class, possibly trying to get one up. But what it was going to be is they were going to do all that, but it was going to be rentals. You go out there and rent the car, basically, or you sign up, you pay to pay to race it. And it was oh. a, a, a rental deal. And uh, you basically brought your helmet and fire suit and. You could race, so uh, that's pretty cool. That, I'd, that's, like, I'd like to do that. Exactly. No, this one wasn't. This one wasn't a rental. This was actually, you know, somebody. I got you. I got car, you. Yeah. I, I I told Nate that's a class they needed every track. I don't know how insurance feels about that, but that's a track. <laughs> that's a class they needed every track. <laughs> that might be the hiccup is the rental insurance. The insurance part, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that might be the issue. <laughs> well, cool deal. Tell us about tell us about that uh that Iron Man race. Man, it was a. Uh, the kicker is they three wide. There was three grooves. There was a bottom groove, a middle groove, and a top groove. And um, wide open, three wide around the track. Um, wow. But you could tell, that, let's see, uh, Hudson O'Neill uh, was there. 
Uh, Mike Marler was another big name that was there. Spencer Hughes, Turbo, um, was there. That's awesome. I had some notes wrote down, and I don't know what I did with them. But <laughs> um, you sound like me. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I did good. I wrote them down. I just can't find. Them. But um, I think there was one more that was a that was a bigger name, and then there was a lot of you know locals from close by. I got you. Um, but that was that's pretty much. Uh, Hudson O'Neill's home track. Oh, he yeah. claims that is his home track. Oh yeah, and you could tell it that Joker was running it. But one of the other locals, uh, Giffen, is the one G, and uh, he was closing in on him at the end. Uh, Turbo was right there on him the whole time. Uh, they started on the uh, pole. Uh, Hudson O'Neill started on the pole, and Tyler of Turbo started uh, outside pole, and they pretty much took off with the race. And um, a couple cautions and all. And then on a restart, Turbo didn't get a good start. And uh, I don't remember who was driving the 83, but it was uh, he ended up finishing second. Probably but, uh, was Tanner him, English? No, it wasn't okay. Tanner English. Okay. Um, I think he was more of a local guy around oh, that okay. area. Okay, okay, okay. But he, uh, him and Turbo kind of got into it going into one. Turbo was trying to run the low line, and the 83 was in the middle and looked like Turbo set the car, and it didn't set like he wanted to, and they tangled up. He ran a couple more laps, and then he pulled off. And I tried to go get a talk with him and interview, but he was obviously not happy because by the time the race was over with, he was loaded up, and they were leaving. Wow. So, um, but for the most part, it was them two that raced until that one of that. That was probably that was the last, like, 20 laps to go. Matter of fact, it was about 20, 21 laps to go. It was a caution, and um, it was that next restart is when all that happened. And you could see that uh, Hudson, he he was killing it. That top groove meant that the right rear tire would be off the banking on the outside, slinging dirt like you wouldn't believe. That's so awesome and, uh, to see up there. Yeah, and the thing about just, you know, you've watched it on TV, but it's not the same thing. You don't get to see whatever angle you want to see. Right. Uh, you're only looking through the cameras, but... To see them run that top groove, that's like if it wasn't banked, <laughs> they'd be out in the cornfield because <laughs> uh, they got to have that banking to help set that car and get it around there. But it was, uh, man, it was it was just a sight to see. Everybody was nice and welcome and missed dirt track, you know. Oh yeah. <laughs> as long as you ain't talk, you ain't mess with an old drunk who's pissed off. You good to go. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so um, the the pits was all night. The way they had the track set up and the track staff jumping in there getting the cars um and they don't play if you're not in staging they're staging before the other race is over with whether heat race you know whatever hot laps and they just they just kept it moving the whole night there wasn't a dull moment and um it was just it was well worth the trip and the ride up there and if you're ready to go back i mean it's it takes us about eight and a half hours nine hours to get there you know where there's a motel. You know? There you go. Ready to go. <laughs> All man. right, let's go. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. It's, it's going back to something you said there, talking about the locals doing doing good in the race. Uh, that's pretty cool to see sometimes. Just like uh, last week at Sumter, um, old Banjo Duke. Uh, getting up there and winning the ultimate race when he don't really tour with those guys at all. And uh, you see them guys coming down from you know touring series. You got the uh, uh, Michael Browns and and. Corey Gordon finished second. He's been running the, pretty much the whole Ultimate Tour. Um, a lot of other guys in there, but uh, Jeff Smith, um, 
But yet, you see your home track guy gets up there, and he, he knows that track. That's pretty cool to see. Yeah, he – um. so they – uh little backstory on, you know, Banjo grew up at that track and racing that track, so he, he knows that track. Oh, yeah. And um, <laughs> right there before they went out for qualifying, I can't elaborate on what they did. I just know they changed that right rear because they, they said they were going for the pole because they, they felt like if they could get the pole with Banjo setting the car up and um, – getting it set like they needed to for something the way the track was that, that he could hold them off. Oh, so, yeah. uh, I do know right before he went out to qualify and he changed that right rear, uh, softer compound or something. I, I don't know. I wasn't, uh, I wasn't standing over there when they did it, right. but, um, yeah, that's cool to see. Uh, he can drive. He, he went up to, um, where'd he go? So, so yeah. yeah, they went, he went to Sonoya, I think started seventh and finished sixth yeah. this weekend. So, uh, He's getting some sponsors and some help on that car, man. And this, uh, they look like they they doing good and trying to move up. And maybe you'll see him with a good traveling series here for long. Oh yeah, me and Sterling used to actually race go karts with Banjo back in the day, all over the place. So, so it's cool to see him going up. But yeah, you talk about guys at the other tracks and stuff. That's 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 just always cool to see, man. Uh, that's cool to see when you got guys there like uh, uh. You know, like turbo and stuff, but the hometown guys is giving them the run for the money. When when it, it don't always matter how much money's being poured into that program. When when there's just lap laps after lap after lap put on a track, uh, yep. it's cool to see it. And that's like you know, downtown Michael Brown. His car owners from Sumter. Oh yeah. So my um my Lawton always he's got several shirts from him and all. He's always pulling from it for him and. We always watch him and pull for him. You know, he's from South Carolina here, so uh, he's been catching – ain't really been t- catching a good breaks lately. So <laughs> it was good to see him run uh, third at Sumter. So. Yeah. And he, he won – he just won with them in uh, Lancaster a couple weeks ago, didn't he? Yep, yep. He, yeah, uh, so. The week before that, he went won in Lancaster. So Michael's a good dude. He, he's a good dude. He, we, uh, we had a camera on his car there, too, that I'm still trying to work on a video from. I had to – with that whole big old red flag, I had to edit. I don't know how much out of it. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah, that was wild to see, and that's another hometown boy. Got to, uh, I like Tony Ayers a lot, and his family, and known his daddy forever. And uh, hated to see him get wrapped up in that. Um, the twenty-two of Tony Ayers get wrapped up in that. Yep. That red flag wreck tore up the side of his car pretty good. So. Oh yeah. Well, cool deal, man. So, uh, so 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 Brown Town was a two thumbs up for you. Yes, sir. I like anytime I get a chance to go back, I'm going back. So I hear you there. Um, it was a, uh, it was well worth the trip and, and just just the whole experience and uh, the people, just everything. So it was a cool deal. And really, I traveled. You know, I've been to Lancaster and Gaffney and you know, look, you know, tracks close by and uh, Lakeview, Fayetteville. But to be able to go out to the Midwest and see some of those style tracks because it, it's funny how the tracks out Midwest are built different and or different style tracks, really, you know, far as us over here in the southeast. There, I got you. Uh, yeah, you're you're completely right. And we were kind of talking about that beforehand. How how a lot of tracks in the Midwest and up north, and uh, it, it's a lot different than down here, down south, because there's a lot of the tracks other than Eldora. A lot of the tracks don't let people park in the infield, and they don't have any infield pits per se for trailers anyway. And uh, I, I personally like that because you you can see the whole track and not worry about stuff getting in your way. And the, typically the pits are 
pretty much retention pond for whatever water is going on the track. And yeah. that it makes a huge difference. So any track around here, if you're listening, um, if you got room to put all the trailers outside, just go ahead and do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, they had their pit started uh, right at turn four, and it wrapped around both. You know, they was on both sides of the course and wrapped all the way around turn three and all the way back down the back stretch um, to coming out of turn two. Was the, was the their pits? It was all on the backside of the track, but uh, you know they got a lot of room back there, so they had plenty of room to do that. So, right. so pretty cool, man. I'm I'm so I'm glad I got to go for sure. Good deal, man. Well, what what uh, what's next? I, I don't think from what I gathered, I don't think you missed anything at something. Didn't they end up raining out this week? Didn't they? Yeah, they ended up raining. It. They got to run the um, hot lap qualifying and. Uh, I think they was ready to start running the mains, and then they got rained out. So I was trying to watch them on race monitor. So uh, it was actually halfway working. So, um, but uh, I, I shoot you. Speaking of race monitor, so I, I'm out there in Brownstown, Indiana. They got race monitor, and half the crowd that was behind me kept looking over my shoulder, and I'm like, and my son, he's like, what are they looking at now? I don't know. And finally, one of them said, what you looking at? How you know any times and all? I'm like, y'all don't know about this? <laughs> so I, I told them, and all of them pulling out the smartphones. I mean, it'd be like 80-year-old guys pulling out the smartphones. Hey, what's it look like? So there's probably 10 or 15 of them that was downloading race monitor while we were sitting there. <laughs> I'm like, how y'all not know this? Because y'all's, is, you know, theirs worked great. And uh, it was, you know, easy to keep up with, especially not knowing the, the locals trying to keep up with who's oh, yeah. who and so uh yeah that was pretty funny but it's uh i'm i'm excited i'm i'm trying to figure out which one next we're gonna go to but i got to work a little bit now we was off for over a week so there you go well where well speaking of what what, what kind of work you do um electrician electrician there you go yes sir so, matter of fact i had to go hook up a swimming pool in myrtle beach today so i just i got back about five o'clock or so Ooh. I'm so, doing that. So. so you got home from 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 out in Indiana and everywhere else over there, and keep on riding there. <laughs> yeah, we made a thirty four hundred mile round trip vacation. God. Got home last night about ten minutes to eight, and then left left Sumter at five thirty this morning to go to the ride two hours to the beach to go hook up a swimming pool and ride back. So uh, I've been riding for a while. <laughs> I was fixing to say, I think I'd be about tired of riding by now. Yeah. <laughs> I get you kind of get used to it, so. Now, well, after that many miles, you ought to be used to it. <laughs> yeah, like two hours at nothing. I just rode 3,400 miles, you know? Exactly. So two hours is the cakewalk. There you go. Yeah, I bet. Well, cool, man. You uh, you going to be back at Sumter this, this weekend coming, or uh, what's plans? Yeah, yeah, uh, sir. I'll be back at Sumter. Um, I don't know. We I got a good friend of mine, Chip Louder. Oh, speaking of, I need to shout out. Uh, Sam Louder uh, turned 15 yesterday, yeah. and... Uh, He's a good friend of my my son's, and they go to Lawrence Manning together. Uh, little Sam Louder, big dirt track racer. He goes all the dirt track races at Sumter with his daddy, Chip Louder. And uh, he, he he asked me to shout out and give him a happy birthday. So happy birthday, Sam. 15 years old. But um, me go. and happy Chip Louder, we go a good bit. Birthday, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I feel like we'll be back at Sumter um, this Saturday. And uh, kind of looking around and seeing where we're going to go. You know, we're, I know we're going to Gaffney. I'd like to go to Lancaster and Gaffney in November and uh, go up there for both of those races. So There you go. 
It's always plans, always somewhere to go, and I love it. That's right. That's right. We 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 have to travel a little bit. You don't have to go quite as far as we do, but we we have to travel a little bit. Uh, we can find some good dirt racing around here, eventually. Yeah, you're right. So uh, how y'all actually in Florence? That's right. We were right down yeah. about forty five minutes well, down, right the down the road from, from Lakeview. Uh, we about, I'm still about a about an hour from Lakeview. Yeah, we're so. kind of right in between Lake Lakeview and Sumter. Oh, that, then you got to do a toss-up. Which one are you going to? Yeah, but and there's an asphalt <laughs> track right here in the backyard. So. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so we have to, you know, decide if we're going there or not. <laughs> oh, well, cool deal, man. Well, we sure appreciate you coming on here, and uh, I imagine we'll be hearing back from you a whole lot more, um, keeping us up to date with whatever uh, racing you're going to and heading at. And uh, so y'all be... Uh, Listening out for Kirby here. Thank you, guys. I uh, enjoyed it, and uh, I'll definitely uh, keep you updated and be back on. All right, buddy. We appreciate it. All right, bud. All right, guys. We appreciate old Kirby coming on here and hanging out with us, and y'all going to be hearing a lot more out of him. Speaking of hearing more out of him, we, we actually uh, he sent me over. Uh, y'all hear that while he was up there at Brownstown, uh, Hudson O'Neill won the um, Ironman Series race up there. And uh, he actually was able to get an interview with Hudson O'Neill after the race here. So uh, listen to it right here. All right, quick. guys, here interviewing uh, Hudson O'Neill, the winner um, tonight at Browntown Speedway. Uh, Hudson, how about the track, buddy? How was it tonight? Uh, I think it was pretty awesome. You know, uh, I was kind of hoping I never seen anybody, but I seen uh, James under me a couple times, and man, it was just a heck of a racetrack. He was showing me I had people on my top and my bottom. My signal guy was so. It had to be pretty good, and I could race all over this thing, man. Wherever your race car was better, you could be, and that's just the kind of racetrack I think Brownstown Speedway's been, uh, you know, been uh, been working to be. You know, this place. Uh, I knew going into the feature tonight that uh, if they if they did it right, it was going to be pretty good, and and they prepared a great racetrack, and it just turned out to be amazing. And to win in front of your hometown crowd, that's pretty special. Man, that's awesome. We was pulling for you. How about? How about, talk a little about Turbo. He looked like he was he was coming in the inside a good bit. He just couldn't make it stick and get around you. Yeah, uh, you know, I I really thought it was him. I was racing the whole time, and then I kept looking at the board and seeing one was third or second, and, and uh, you know, it ended up being uh, Gilpin. So I don't know. Did he fall back? Yeah, uh, had a little uh, got a little tight there and got some couple cars, and the one G got around him, and then uh, he just kind of started falling back and got in a little tussle with him and 83 got together going into one. And then after that, it just uh, it just fell off oh, and it pulled you. off the track. So. Yeah, so, you know, it, man, it, anytime you come and outrun these guys, it's pretty good. You know, Gilpin's been good here. Uh, James has been good here. You know, we are just good enough to hold them off. I, had we start on the pole, would we want it? I don't know. But we know what we need to do to get a little bit better. I definitely, I definitely wasn't where I needed to be. I was pretty good for the first 25. And then once that brown went away in the middle, I was just... I was just kind of holding on, yeah. really. I, I wasn't real good, but, uh, man, we were just good enough to pull it out, and uh, we'll put it in our notebook and see if we can get a little better next time we come back. Well, good deal. Thank you, Hudson, for the interview. Uh, this is Richard Carver for Chicken Bone Alley. Good deal. That was pretty cool. That was good. Really good. Oh, Hudson O'Neill. I like him. Yeah, I do, too. He's a good guy. He's a good kid. Good yeah. kid. Good, good. And uh, them O'Neills, both of them. Him and his daddy both Don all them all good people. Um I've I've raced with Hudson a few times on I racing actually and so he's a pretty cool guy. So congratulations to him and uh 
thank you, Kirby, for uh, hanging out with us and, and going out there and telling us, hey, I'll get some interviews. with. I, I'll talk with him and I'll report on what's going on. So we appreciate that. And y'all will definitely be hearing more from him here in the future. So uh, uh, what else we got? I guess we can go over Lakeview a little bit now. We're kind of getting all that. Um, uh, Lakeview, as I said here earlier, I ain't, I, I'll just run through the kind of finishing stuff of what all happened with it um like i said they had rain move through track was it was it was weird it was so weird because it wasn't like it was a heavy track but everything on it was sticky <laughs> so it was like heavy sand it was it's really hard to explain it was like piling up on everything it was like just little teeny pieces were catching they're wet and catching the cars and everything. They had to pull it all off the hoods in front of it because, I mean, it was just building up. It would, it would hit and stick and just build up. That's build crazy. these little mounds up. It was crazy. Um, so, uh, but, like I said, it was a good race. Uh, it was 25 lap, uh, $3,000 to win. Um, and, and, like I said, our buddy uh, Willie Milliken was out there. He was racing and... Went over and talked to him a good bit and hung out with him for a little while. And, man, if he ain't got nothing this year, he's got bad luck. Dude, I went and talked to him. He said, man, it feels pretty good. I, I, I think I need a little more speed, um, but it feels pretty good. I said, well, cool, man. Maybe it'll, maybe it'll come around there for you in the race and and be good to go. Um but he was running pretty good. It, it they get a start. He'd start if you, you wanted to start on top. It was hard to start on bottom. Um, you could start on bottom, but you had to slide the person that was in because he kept starting. Uh, they do a Delaware style restarts. Um, means one car's out front, second place is on the inside, third place outside, fourth place inside. So he was actually doing. <laughs> He, he was back and forth, third and fourth, third and fourth on those restarts. And he could start on bottom in fourth, but he'd have to slide whoever was in third. And he could slide them typically, but you kind of just lost momentum on your slide, and they could turn back under you sometimes, but sometimes you can make a stick. So, I mean, it was, it was good racing, like I said. And then kind of the opposite restart, he'd be back up in third, and the guy would do the kind of same thing to him. So you could get a lot better run, but you had to protect the slide on the track. But uh, anyway, uh, let's see. Uh, do, 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 do. Christian Thomas took home the uh, the win, the $3,000, in the Sandra Miller Memorial Race there at Lakeview. So it's good to see him um, do that. Was, he, he led flag to flag. Really? Yeah. Wow. It was a close race. It was, it was they kept kind of cautioning, breeding cautions and things. The track was it was wet the whole time, so it was kind of slippery. Um, so he had a had a wreck there on the front straightaway, right in front of us actually. Um, nothing really got hurt. Somebody somebody's car quit out the corner, um, and people just hit the brakes, spun around. But what I was saying about Willie, man, <laughs> he's my boy. No, I like Willie. I like Willie a lot. He can't catch a break this year, bro. No, I, I, I saw him over there 
I actually saw them. I saw them. They had a stick in a fuel tank looking at it, and they're saying, oh, it evaporates fast. But anyway, saw it, and they figured out where it was. Should have had 22 gallons of fuel in it when they started. Uh, About probably eight laps to go. It runs out of fuel. And 25 lap right? Yeah, something. I don't know. He was talking about something about the baffles in it or something. He said there was zero fuel pressure. I don't know if it was because of the baffles. It reads wrong on the gauge when they're trying to check it or something. He was saying, I don't really, I don't, I didn't get into it really all what was going on, but I heard him talking. And man, it was, it was something else. He was running, like I said, strong third or fourth, depending on where he got a good restart at. And it just all of a sudden, just he come out turn forward and it just quit. Quit mm. moving. So he'll get over that hump one day. <laughs> Dude, I'll see. He needs to. <laughs> he needs to get in some voodoo or something and get do something different. Yeah, I'm telling you, man, that's uh, that's something else. And so I did hear through the grapevine he might have a new motor coming though. Mm. So we'll, maybe I have. We'll, we'll talk about that a little more later. Yeah, might know some good stuff about that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but anyway, guys. All righty. So that was that. Um, I will say, kind of stunk because uh, I was going out there. One of the first reasons I was going out there, our buddy uh, Michael Butler, um, he was going to be driving a, a brand new car built that they built for uh stop V eight car, and they was going. I was going to put a camera in it and stuff, and. I don't know what happened with their car. They went out. This car is, I'm going to tell you, it's one of the best looking street stocks for one. I mean, but just a stock V8 car is one of the best looking ones you'll probably ever see. Oh, I promise you. It <laughs> look good. That's a good looking car. Um, uh, it, Joe actually owns it. Him and his son's going to be running it, but, but Michael was going to go uh, shake it down for him the first night. Well, he goes out for hot laps, makes it out the pits, turns around the corner, and all of a sudden it loses all pressure and shoots all the water out at the same time. <laughs> I don't know what happened. It was a bad ordeal, though. So they didn't get to do nothing with that car. So who knows? Who knows? Who knows? But I know where they can go to get parts to fix this. I can promise you, I know where. <laughs> <laughs> they can go see our buddies at SRI Performance and uh, find parts to fix anything that they're going to need, motor-wise or whatever else up there they need. Uh, any yeah. and all. Any and all, there, yeah, because they're your one-stop shop for all things racing. That's it. Um, Yeah, guys, go online, check them out, sriperformance.com. When you find all the parts you need to fix yours up, put them in a cart. When you when you go to check out, put in that little promo code part, C-Bone 10, that C is in. Chicken. B O N E one zero. Get yourself ten percent off the time of checkout. Same deal with stock car steel guys. You want to make them cars look good now? Go up to stock car steel. Get all your uh, all your materials you will need to build whatever you need out of there. And uh, when you got motor problems like that, I will I will say, I know the guy to call. Really know the guy to call to fix that problem. The man. The 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 one and only Earl Ramey. They tried to brand that. I think Ohio State branded the D, didn't they? Did they? Pretty sure they tried to the brand Ohio that. State. The Ohio State. Can we, can we brand it? Can on we brand the the Earl, Earl Ramey? That's what we need to do. I think we need to work on that for him. I'm gonna, I'm gonna 
That's what we need to do. We need to put it on Facebook as the Earl Ramey. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, awesome. Yeah, guys, go uh, see uh, Earl today. Go give him a call. Check him out. Uh, man, anything super late models, limited late models, uh, anything for your modifieds, crates for sure. I don't care what kind of motor it is. Check it out. Check Earl out. Go get, t- call him, tell him you need one day. Tell him we sent you. Um, you will not regret it. You will have more power than you will ever need out of it because you're going to be that one on top of the board once you get some Earl Ramey power in your car. And uh, once you uh, once you get that power, sign up for some time on his chassis dyno because, man, there's a lot of power to be found on that chassis dyno. And it's crazy because, you know, and even Earl says it. I mean, him talked about it. He can have the same, same type motor. In this car, I mean, like a crate motor. Crate motor's a crate motor. You think? It's not. Each one has something different that it likes. You can try different fuels. You can try different um, fans. You can try different, you know, water pump, whatever. Whatever you think and you might can get a couple horsepower out of, you can try it on on the chassis dyno. See what kind of horsepower you get in them rear wheels once you get that Earl Ramey racing engine in your car. So call him today. Tell him we sent you. And you will not regret it. That's right. Go definitely go check him out and uh, build his uh, his um, clientele even more. He's got a pile of them and pile of them waiting for him to get get going. So get on that list, get in line to to uh, get your stuff done for him for sure. And we want to especially thank EMFR Performance. That is Earl Ramey also, and that is his line of uh, different performance parts. There you can get from his shop. Um, EMFR Performance and Grease Monkey of Mooresville coming on on our Chicken Bone Alley Summer Shootout, being our presenting sponsors, winning you guys some big money this year. We want to thank them a whole, whole, whole lot. So out then, we could not do it at all. We could not put money up like that because I ain't got it. I'm sorry. <laughs> no. Uh, also, I want to thank you all over there at Powell Machine Fabrication. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. Yep. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. Add some more. Money coming y'all's way in the Chicken Bone Alley Summer Shootout, along with uh, Blood Eagle Racing Podcast. Kale and Tyler are up there. Um, they're supposed to both be in the race this week, as far as I know. As far as I know. Uh, had some trouble last week, couldn't get on. So, as far as I know, them guys be there this week. Um, so, we appreciate them. If y'all hadn't checked it out yet, check out the Blood Eagle Racing Podcast. If y'all like this one, y'all should like that one also. They talk about some racing, but more up north than we are. So uh, y'all y'all should enjoy them. Um, also, guys, SRI Performance, as we just talked about in Stock Car Steel. Appreciate them coming on the uh, Chicken Bone Alley Summer Shootout. And BS Racing, along with our buddy Derek Griffith, who just got a big win up at Jennerstown this weekend, taking home another $10,000. Appreciate him coming on with Northeast Auto Imports. Guys, we couldn't, could not do it without any of these sponsors. Uh, we appreciate them. Appreciate Soak Tires Broadcasting. Uh, like I said, uh, they're, they're, they are a broadcasting partner. But uh, we, uh, but uh, they're not going to be able to be on this week. So I'm going to have to do it. But yeah, like I said, uh, BS Racing, our buddy William Eads over there also, and uh, Matt Smith and them guys up there with GNCC stuff. They went and raced this past weekend. Don't have his results right in front of me. Sorry. 
I'll have to talk about it here soon. <laughs> I'll ask him on the broadcast. Yeah, we'll get him on here and tell us about it. Yeah, so. But anyway, um, yeah. We appreciate all of them on our iRacing deal there. Didn't get to mention that earlier before everybody came on. And we got to talking about it here. So, uh, well, Sterling, to your displeasure probably, the Olympics are over. They're over now. They're over. Yep. And we got NASCAR back. The Olympics are over. They do. My favorite, probably my favorite race of the year, and I did not get to watch it. What? But I was not really surprised we finished top two. By any means. No. No. Well, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I really thought... I thought Larson was fast. There was a segment... It was coming out of the uh, the last... What would be last caution flag for segment break. Um, Martin Truex was up front. Christopher Bell was running second. Um, Larson was third. They still had to make another round of pit stops after this. But I'm going to tell you what, that was some of the best racing I've seen in a long time between those three. Um, I don't know if you saw any highlights or anything from it. Uh, Truex was running. Truex ran good. Um, he, he was he was strong up there in the lead for a while. But Christopher Bell said he thought he was faster than Martin Truex. And he did look like it. He'd, he'd sit back a couple laps, cool his tires off, just ride. And, just couldn't get around him. Well, he never really, he, he tried one time, but he didn't really try another time. Um, I don't know. It was all right. Um, but Larson would do the same thing to Christopher Bell because <laughs> he was faster than Christopher Bell. Um, well, he decided he was going to pass Christopher Bell, and he went down turn one. He was up to his numbers, and Christopher Bell just kept kept on coming down. And Larson apologized for it. But I'm going to tell you, in my opinion, he didn't have anything to apologize for. His inside tires, right side inside tires, going into that right-hand corner, were almost, they, they were scrubbing the grass right along the inside rumble strip there. Oh. He couldn't go any farther inside. No. Nah. And Christopher Bell was, but he said, he's I took, I took the move too late, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, dude, he's got a spotter. That's what he's there for. Right. Um. So, but Christopher Bell was mad about it after the race. He was, oh yeah, yeah, he was mad. Said he had the car to win, blah blah blah, all that stuff. I don't. I, I'm hoping he hadn't saw a replay yet because once he sees replay, I think he probably would have thought a little bit different because he gave right. he didn't give Larson a inch of room. But anyway, then after that last restart or after the last round of uh, pit stops, um. Kyle and Kyle and the boys, they put on a uh, a heck of a pit stop, as they have all year long. They have, and I saw a stat, they've spent less time on pit road than any other car this year. It pays off on green flag pit stops, man. Big time. Especially the road course. Big time. So uh, he got out, got a big lead. Well, he wasn't about a second ahead when he come out, but he stretched out to five seconds for a while there. Five, six seconds. And then... Chase was coming there. Chase was flying. But he kind of got to like two seconds out. Looked like his tires kind of equalized. And he just. Yeah. Well, I'm sure Larson wasn't father. pushing it either. He no. had to. No. He didn't have no reason to. He got some lap traffic there. A few laps to go. And had to push a little bit to get around them. But other than that, I don't think he was pushing it very hard. Wasn't well, no need. Hey. That's number five for the season, man. Dude. That's a lot. Not counting the All-Star win. Right. <laughs> Six wins this season. That's pretty good. Counting that. So that's pretty sweet. That dude's gone 
That dude's going to be good one day, I'm telling you. Yeah. <laughs> one day. <laughs> one day. One of these days. <laughs> oh, so anyway, guys, uh, what else we got? I don't know it, man. We're getting back in the swing here as far as NASCAR stuff. They'll be back uh, pretty regularly now. And uh, our buddy Derek's getting closer to his date. I think August the 20th is his uh, date for him to be in the uh, KBM truck. So you ought to know the date. Yeah, I don't not forget that one. No. <laughs> It'll be your birthday. Yeah, so we'll be checking him out there and pulling him on. Y'all, y'all, anybody that's listening, uh, make sure y'all um, go in there and root for him. See if oh, we can sure. get him a win. For sure, that's coming up soon. We'll uh, we're probably gonna try to have him on the show before that. Um, talk about it going into it. Hopefully, I have to text him here. Anyway, guys. Well, as always, I want to thank SRI Performance, Stock Car Steel and Aluminum, RK Motorsports Consulting, our buddy Earl Ramey, Earl Ramey Racing Engines, the the Earl Ramey. Earl I'm sorry, the Earl Ramey. <laughs> Oh, well, we appreciate them guys as always. Also, Ford Bite Apparel guys, y'all go check it out. Old Coltrane getting it done out there in the. Uh, he has moved up to A class now. He's, he's I, I think he's running better in, in, in the A class than he was. In the I other. swear, every time he gets in something faster, he runs better. better. Right. Yep. He just wanted. He's wanting people to faster to better for him. Yeah. So that's a good deal. It's awesome. That's cool to see. Good looking car too. Good looking car, I like yeah, yeah kind of partial. I like it, yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, y'all go get, check out some Ford Bite Apparel. Go get order you some Christmas. Hey, Christmas be here for you know it. Order it for somebody, they'll love it. Order it for the race fan that you know. Uh, checkered guys, y'all get on checkered. It is the motorsport social media, it is awesome, it is the best thing for motorsports and social media wise. There's ever been, honestly. Um, it is motorsports all the time. Not even just motorsports. It's racing. I ain't even gonna say motorsports. It's racing because there's i racing on there, or e racing on there. There's any kind of racing, whatever racing you want to do. They might have soapbox derbies on there. I don't even know. Probably, probably, <laughs> probably do. Oh, so we appreciate them, and we appreciate y'all coming on here and hanging out with us. Been a short show this week, but. Well, yeah, and going to practice some softball now, and I, 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 I'm, I'm thinking about being on the, the ten day IL or something. <laughs> Take a day off. Take a day off. Nah, that's good. Keep you going. Yeah, we appreciate it, guys, for sure as always, and uh, we'll be back here next week for sure. We will see y'all then. Later. Later.